Welcome to Box Talk, a podcast for affiliates and coaches, powered by Box Pro Magazine. All right, everyone. Hey, welcome to this episode of Box Talk. I'm your host, Heather Hartman, editor of Box Pro Magazine, and I'm here with a very special guest, Nicole. Nicole, welcome to the show. It is good to see you again. Um, Can you go ahead and just say, hey, introduce yourself and tell us where you're coming from. Awesome. Well, first and foremost, thank you so much for having me. I love reading all the stuff you guys put out at Box Pro. You guys are doing such a great job. Um, But my name is Nicole Coyne. I am the founder of Healthy Steps Nutrition, CrossFit HSN, and HSN Mentoring. And I, our HQ location is down here in South Florida. So nice and warm all year round. (laughs) And yeah, so basically, you know, what we do is focus on nutrition first and then add in the exercise component. So my background, I'm a registered dietitian, first and foremost, got into CrossFit while I was in school, um, became a CrossFit trainer and realized that going to different CrossFit gyms that we really could make nutrition a bigger priority in the gym. So we ended up opening up our own HQ location that was just Healthy Steps Nutrition. A few years after that, ended up adding a CrossFit gym to it. And now we're able to help our local community, which is awesome. Yeah, it's it's such a cool story. So I, I actually can't remember how we first met, but we 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 met a while ago and and Nicole and I email all the time. She submits blogs to Box Pro, and I'm always like, "Yay!" And then I'm always like, "Where's? Do you have a blog for me?" And she's like, "I'm busy. It's coming." Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty accurate. Uh, but yeah, and it's it's been cool to watch your story and, and watch that growth. And I think it's really interesting how a lot, you know, you, you have that dietitian background. Um, and a lot of times people say, "Oh, I found CrossFit," and I opened up a gym. But you're like, "I found CrossFit." And we started this healthy steps nutrition consulting thingamajig. And then we did a gym. And I, I, I like that transition. It's it's a little different than from what we um, normally find. So can you talk maybe a bit more about healthy steps nutrition? Like, so you found CrossFit, you wanted to help people. What does that look like in terms of helping people? What is What does healthy steps do? Yeah, so, you know, when I was little, um, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and we completely changed our diet. And I knew, you know, nutrition is so important, right? So it's not just like losing weight, it's really health and wellness and being able to live longer and achieve you know, optimal health. So I knew nutrition was, you know, a passion. And I ended up when I became a dietitian, I worked in the hospital um, down in South Florida and hated every second of it and ended up realizing like, I want to be on the other side of the spectrum. Like I want to help people before they get in the hospital and that's why we ended up opening, I ended up opening up Healthy Steps Nutrition. Uh, I was at a CrossFit gym and people found out that I was a dietitian and they were asking me all these nutrition questions. And I didn't really understand like, why is the gym owner just sending people to me? Like they should be talking about it. They have this giant fitness pyramid on their wall, but they like completely skip over the foundation. It just didn't make sense. And then I started going around to different CrossFit gyms and talking about nutrition, just like doing these free seminars. And we were traveling all over the state of Florida, my husband and I, and doing nutrition challenges, which was great. But every single gym that I talk to, and I do thousands of free calls, I've done thousands of free calls, they all say, you know, I've run a nutrition challenge and then my program stops or we don't support our clients after the nutrition challenge is over. And they just wait for the next challenge to do nutrition again. And I didn't want that in our gym. So every single person starts off with nutrition, like one-on-one nutrition coaching, 
um, and then they do the exercise that they want to. But we have a lot of people that don't do exercise that come to our facility and they just do nutrition, which is very backwards from most CrossFit gyms. Very, very, very backwards. <laughs> Probably but nutrition, way, but backwards. <laughs> yes, yes. But but like you said, like at, at your first gym, you know, that you were at, um, you, that fitness pyramid was on the wall and nutrition is at that base. And I do feel like it's it's the less the least sexy piece of the pyramid. And so people don't want to talk about it. And yeah. it's also like the hardest one to change. <laughs> and so I mean, people won't talk about it either. They just, they're like, well, we want to get members in here. And I mean, if talking about nutrition is going to scare them off, then I don't know if we should talk about that. I don't know if that's the mentality all the time, but I, I even wonder subconsciously if that's kind of what people are afraid of and talking about it. I think that, and then they don't have, like people don't feel confident talking about nutrition and they don't know what to talk about beyond what worked well for me. You know, I go to CrossFit HQ often. I started writing for the journal back when they did have people writing for the journal. And I think I sent you some articles and was like, hey, we want to write for you too back in the day. Uh, but at the end of the day, and I've had many conversations with HQ about this, gym owners do not feel confident talking about nutrition and providing individual services to their clients beyond a challenge. And, and that's my goal to fix that because gym owners should feel confident and you should be able to have a systemized way to handle nutrition like you do programming and be able to support your clients so that they're not going to somewhere else or not seeing results because they're not doing anything with nutrition. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what does a good system look like then? I know you guys do stuff at HSN um, to help gym owners have a solid nutrition system in their gym. So in your opinion, what, what does that system look like, you know, systematizing nutrition and, and making sure every member is being hit with that foundational piece? Gosh, you know, there's, this is a loaded question, right? Like there's so many. I love, it. No, I love loaded questions. This is great. Uh, you know, I think the first thing is looking at your core message, right? Like what do people see before they come into your facility? It is very tough to help someone understand how you can help them with nutrition if they don't understand that you offer nutrition. So like when we start working with gyms, that's the first thing that we talk about. Like, what does your website look like? What does social media looks like? Look like, what are you guys putting out so that people understand the services that you provide? If you're not talking about nutrition, people are not going to understand how you can help them. And then it, after you do that education piece and really make it into a core piece of your message, it's looking at what are you doing when new people come in the door, right? Like, are you just talking about fitness? Are you just selling them on fitness? Or are you really talking about what is their ultimate goal? I think most people that are coming to a gym want to lose weight, right? Like at least at our gym. Um, they want to lose weight. And if I'm not talking about nutrition to help them lose weight, if I'm only talking about fitness, they're not going to understand how nutrition plays a role to help them achieve that weight loss. So it's talking about it during that pre-intro process. And then it's really guiding them to the option that's going to best serve them. I think when I look at a lot of gym owners, they feel like they'd rather just get them buying something instead of like, you know, afraid that they're not going to spend that much money and they're not going to buy something else. But really, if you present an option, that's going to help them achieve their goals and solve the problem that they came into your facility to solve, which a lot of times is weight loss. It has to include nutrition or you're doing your clients a disservice. And, you know, what we found is so many gyms try to resell clients on nutrition six months, a year down the road. And it is so much tougher. If you get people bought in on nutrition on day one, it is so much easier to get them continuing with nutrition and really make it a priority like they should. So, you know, the system starts off with the foundations, but then it, 
then implementation, right? Like what does it look like when someone comes into your facility for nutrition? If I was a nutrition client at your gym, am I going to have the same experience as my sister coming in two weeks later with another nutrition coach? And likely the answer is no, if you don't have those systems, right? Like, and interestingly, nutrition coaching is so much different than personal training, right? Like your personal training clients expect to have a different program, but nutrition clients, if one nutrition coach is doing something different than another nutrition coach could really devalue the program. If one coach is following up with their clients more than another, or one person's pushing keto, another person's pushing macros, another one's doing something else. Like people are coming to you because they're confused. Like they don't know what diet's best for them making them choose what type of diet to go on is not how you're going to help them solve a problem. Like you just need to keep it simple. And as a nutrition coach, keep your clients accountable. Right. Hmm. Yeah. No, that, that, I mean, that, that makes sense. And you're right. I mean, I even think about, so I, I coach at a gym and I even think about, uh, the different nutrition values between the coaches. And if someone asks me a question about nutrition and what I do versus, you know, this person over here, completely, completely different ranges of nutrition. I mean, we even have had coaches that I'm like, you should never ask them about nutrition. (laughs) And that's hard. Like that's hard because, you know, the athletes are going to ask and they want to ask and they need to know, and they're already confused and they just get more confusion. So I completely understand what you're talking about. I mean, staffing is a huge part of the program, right? Like ensuring that everyone's on the same page and that everyone understands how someone gets started with nutrition. If you have coaches doing some online program and you're offering something in-house, like that's going to be confusing, right? Like if you're going to another gym to do weightlifting programming, your clients are going to wonder, okay, what's at that gym, not at your gym, right? So same thing with nutrition. Everyone needs to be on the same page and it needs to be super easy for someone to get started. So if I'm coaching a class, and someone asks me, the same answer is, you know, how someone gets started if they ask you. I mean, as a gym owner, it's impossible for you to be at every class. And for a nutrition coach, they're not going to be at every class. So the message just really has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of curious, Nicole, because so you brought keto and, you know, I think of keto, I think of paleo. Um, I mean, gosh, the documentary Game Changers. I don't know. If you- oh, gosh, I, I just know, want to but- learn that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so there's a, there's a lot of voices out there. You know, yeah. I don't know how many of our athletes are about to go vegan um, because of the a documentary. Lot. <laughs> a lot. So, but, but with all that said, you know, how, how would you suggest even affiliate owners like um, and, and nutrition coaches in different gyms filtering through that kind of stuff? Because I'm sure, you know, even if they have systematized nutrition, a member is going to come in, you know, do that intro. And then they're going to start asking like, well, would keto be good for me? Should I be a vegan? Should I do that? And what, what consistency needs to be in there in that messaging? Like would keto work for person A and veganism, veganism, being a vegan, I don't know how to say that, work for person B, or is it, we're giving the same nutrition mes- message to all, because there is some individuality, but do you kind of understand what I'm saying when I'm asking? I'm just kind of curious how to filter through that. You know, if someone were to come in and say like, is keto right for me? The first question I'd be asking is like, okay, what's prompted you to have that question? Like, why are you asking? Is it because your neighbor's doing keto and they're selling some type of keto supplement to that you, they want you to buy and spend money on? Or is your coworker doing vegan because they saw game changer and you think that that's, you know, the best thing. I mean, really you want to get to the why and helping them understand 
so many people will will follow something super super restrictive for a month and then they go right back to old habits and then they're back and forth like yo-yo dieting and really i mean our goal is that they're able to do something long term and consistently you know it doesn't matter if you're super strict during the week if you go crazy on the weekend it counteracts all your hard work during the week and you know from our philosophy at healthy steps nutrition it really looks at first 13 words of of fitness by Greg Glassman, right? Like eat real food, eat fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, you know, meats and vegetables, some fruits, little little starch, right? No sugar, like keep it super consistent and help your clients stay accountable to that. Like they should be eating real food. And when you look at all these different diets out there, they all promote some type of food products. If you look at Game Changers, who made that? Someone that owns a vegan supplement company. Like, come on, <laughs> you know, it, it's people are confused because they see all these different messages. They go to Publix or whatever grocery store. They see you can lose 10 pounds by doing keto and they have all these unrealistic goals. Like we live in a microwave society where everyone thinks they can get instant results and you have to kind of bring them back to reality. The truth is you should find out why, what they're doing. And then, you know, why are they prompted to do that? And, you know, maybe they do it as an experiment for 30 days. Let them come to the realization that that it's too much for them, but you could still support them. If someone was gung-ho and really wanted to do keto, okay, I can still support them to make healthy decisions instead of just replacing real foods with all these food keto products that have a ton of chemicals in them. You know, like there's way to make it healthier. <laughs> as healthy as you can. As um, healthy as you can. Yeah, but that I think that's a great, a great point is – uh, and, and I mean, this goes, you know, for people buying in, into even the CrossFit fitness methodology is that oftentimes people just have to try it for themselves and you have to walk and you, you can walk through them with that and, you know, helping them, like you said, make the best choices possible in hopes that they come to the realization that is what they, then they can realize what is going to be best for them. And maybe keto isn't going to work for them. And maybe being a vegan isn't going to work, but they can discover that and you can help them discover that in the best way possible. I love how you said that. I think that was really helpful. I think, you know, your, your goal as a nutrition coach is to help clients sort the fiction from the facts. And there's so much misinformation out there that people are coming to because they've heard about something working really well for someone else when it might not work well for them. So, you know, what we always recommend doing is just assess clients where they're at if you had a new person come to your CrossFit gym, you're not going to tell them to snatch 100 pounds the first day. You're going to teach them how to squat and use a PVC pipe and slowly like get the basics before we dial in snatching at 100 pounds, right? I mean, the same thing with their nutrition, like assessing where they're at, triaging. Okay, what's the one thing that we can change, make the most amount of difference? Let's nail that. Let's get you confidence with that one thing. And then we'll add something else to the plate and something else to the plate. Like we don't need to change everything at one time. I think that's a mistake that happens a lot of times with nutrition coaches. And it happened with me too. Like you just want to help and like get them doing all these amazing things. When in reality, you're just overwhelming them with too much information at one time. And if you can slow down the process from a nutrition coaching standpoint, build your program so that you build in time, right? Like, Thinking that you can meet someone one time and do this miracle on them is super unrealistic. Like you need to build a membership base for nutrition coaching so that you build like 12 weeks into their program. So they're paying for it, like have them commit to some time so that you 
have time to build that relationship with them, get them seeing little successes and help them understand that healthy habits build a lifestyle change, not a restrictive diet. Hmm. Yeah, no, I, good words. You, you seem to be an expert. You seem to be an expert or something. Um, (laughs) no, I, Nicole, I think, I think that's some really good points. And, and, and so kind of shifting gears a little bit, um, I did want to ask, you know, because here you are doing healthy stuff, nutrition, chugging along. And then you're like, Oh, let's also open an affiliate. And as if you weren't busy enough, <laughs> um, what was the thought behind that? Cause I know we've talked a little bit in the past about kind of why you have that and what that's helped you to do and with healthy yeah. steps nutrition, but yeah. what's, the, what was the purpose behind, behind opening that affiliate and what has it even allowed you to understand and do with healthy steps nutrition that's allowed you to make HSN what it is today? Yeah, gosh, I'm, I think everything happens for a reason, right? Like if you would have asked me in college, if I would have opened up a gym, I would have said absolutely not. You would have um, laughed in my face. Ha ha. I, I probably would have. I mean, I love sports and, and fitness, but I definitely didn't see myself opening up a CrossFit gym. Um, so I, I had a private practice in, a, in another CrossFit gym. I was coaching at a different CrossFit gym. And the, it was just the way things worked out. Like the office space was not at the gym I was coaching at. And I wanted to be connected to a gym. And the way we had it set up with the gym is people would walk through my office to get to the gym, but it was two completely separate services. So like we didn't combine memberships and it was a big mistake. Right. So I, and it, it was trial and error. Like we learned with my gym, like how to do it. Right. Um, but people would sign up for the CrossFit gym that my, where my office was, and then they would have to sign up for something completely different with me. And it wasn't easy. Like it wasn't a streamlined process and we weren't really able to cross clients very much because it was two separate services instead of like combining it all into one. And I started getting these ideas like, okay, we got to do something different. Like I want to build this thing up. And the gym that I was coaching at ended up, we approached the owners to buy it and they were like, yes. Well, on the 12th hour, it ended up falling through, which was a blessing in disguise. Um, yep. So now that, now that you can see it in hindsight, you're like, oh, a blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, at that point, it was like, a, I don't remember now, but it was like a few month process of like getting this gym. Like we had ordered equipment. We had started doing work on the gym. Like I was so bought into taking over this gym deal falls through. I was at my husband. I was like, okay, we, I want a gym now. Like this is, we, we need to figure this out. So we ended up, <laughs> all I want for Christmas is a gym. That's what you said to him. That that's year. what I said. <laughs> and he thought I was crazy and I probably was. Um, but we ended up finding this place that we ended up building it into exactly what we wanted. And it's, it's awesome. Um, and then we were really able to build both packages, right? Like people get started on both and I could do it the way I wanted to. And we didn't come in with a ton of existing members. Like it wasn't a culture shift. Like that was just the way it started and it continued for, for years. And now, you know, we're, it really helping opening up the gym helped me be able to relate with all the gym owners we work with and be able to test so many different things. Like how do you run a successful challenge and convert every single person to ongoing coaching? How do you build an individualized program and still do a challenge in January when everyone wants to do a challenge? 
how do you engage current clients? Like we use all of this as a testing ground to really systemize everything that we teach gym owners running our program. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's what is so cool about like cross, um, CrossFit HSN and then HSN itself is that you, everything that you are feeding out to other affiliates, you guys are testing at your HQ. And I love that. I just, I remember you told me about that. I was like, that is really good idea. <laughs> Cause it helps you see what it's works fun. and what doesn't. And you know, I think having over 500 gyms use the platform has really helped us figure out, okay, what do the best gyms do that are using our program? Like it's really obvious now, um, instead of just having one HQ location, like essentially we systemize everything, are pushing it out. And then all these really smart people are making it better than it, than it was. We bring it back down and, and refine the process. Right. So mm -hmm. it's being adaptive. You know, I don't think that every the way we were doing things back in when we opened the gym years ago is not the same exact way we do them now like you just figure out and refine the process and i hope every gym owner listening to this does the same thing like things that worked 10 years ago are not going to work today mm -mm. no uh, yeah i wish it would just stay the same that'd make it way easier but um can you give me maybe an, an example of something that you know uh, had to be adapted something that you picked up from a successful gym along the way that you're like oh this is really great and we adapted to it yeah, one of the things that we've been messing around with actually for the past year, um, so let's talk about before that. So when someone new comes in the door, um, they do an on-ramp program, we follow Two Brain Business, um, you know, so everything that Two Brain says, like we opened with with that system when we opened the gym. Um, but we did an on-ramp program, then we have like a gold option that included customized nutrition. When people finished the on-ramp, they would go right into the membership that included ongoing nutrition plus CrossFit. Um, it worked pretty well, but we still would have some people that just signed up for a regular CrossFit without nutrition. We started shifting towards a 12-week program for intake. So essentially still the on-ramp, still group classes, and then we included nutrition. It was like the only option you get started is nutrition. And we've been doing that recently, and it's worked really well. I mean, people see such amazing results because they are working one-on-one -on -one with a nutrition coach right away. They're getting active, they're moving more, and it just, they're seeing better results. They like our program better because they are seeing those results. They're telling more people because they're seeing results. It's just a, it's a better atmosphere and really the vision that I wanted. Like, let's get people dialing in their nutrition. If you don't, then they're gonna be more hungry. They're just gonna eat more junk food and then all of a sudden CrossFit doesn't work for them because they're not seeing weight loss, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I know that was something I had to learn because when I first started CrossFit first year and a half, I think I, went to Chick-fil-A three times a week still. And it was, it was, it was okay for a while because <laughs> I was working out a lot more than I, I had been. And I got a lot healthier. Nicole, I, I've had a complete change in my life. You'd be proud of me. Um, <laughs> but you're, thank you. Um, but you're right. Like if, if they don't ha like, I didn't have that nutrition education when I started, I didn't realize that nutrition is the foundation and 80% of my health and well-being. Um, and that fitness is just a small portion and you can't, you can't, uh, make up eating Chick-fil-A three times a week. Um, <laughs> found that one out. Uh, but yeah, like, I, I think that's really cool. So basically you've, you've gotten to the point at the gym to where it's like, they have to do nutrition. There's no option to, to opt out. I don't want there to be, you know, I'd rather there's 10 CrossFit gyms within a five mile radius of us, probably more like go to another gym. If you don't want nutrition support, oh, that's totally fine. Like I'd rather, and 
it's, it's what brings people to us too. Like every single person I ask them, you know, why did you come to us over the gym that's a half a mile away from us? And they say, cause you offer nutrition and mm-hmm. no one else around us does it and makes it really a core message in their business. Like we do. Yeah. So you haven't gotten any pushback from people coming in and yeah. Cause they, they know that that's your mission. She, uh, I, I, no one can see your face, but she's shaking her head. No, <laughs> <laughs> I was like Sorry. responding to you and I'm like, Oh, no one can, no one can see her. And I, I responded too quickly. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. And you know, we have so many people that come to us that are not members of our gym, that they're members of other gyms and they come to us just for nutrition. And that's fine too. You know, like we, I had a girl that I worked with for three years. She drove an hour from another CrossFit gym from Miami to us in Fort Lauderdale, um, an hour to come see me every two weeks because she wanted me to be her nutrition coach and her gym didn't offer nutrition. And that was an extreme case, but there are many people that come to us just for nutrition. And that's totally fine. Like think about how many more people you can help in your community when you don't pigeonhole yourself into only fitness. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. You're, you're opening a door. I think sometimes when I talk to affiliates, you know, they say the market is limited you know, there's so many other gyms around there's, uh, you know, not everybody wants to do CrossFit, all of that, but that nutrition door, like everyone needs <laughs> nutrition education. Everyone does. I mean, it's not even like an option. Like everyone does, uh, whether they know it or not. And that opens up a whole new door to a whole new demographic and market to serve. So I think that's a great point too. When you look at like Google nutrition, nutritionist or dietitian in your area, there's not many private practices. There's 20 times the amount of gyms that there are nutrition private practices. So there's just a huge opportunity there. Yeah, no, I agree. So, so kind of since, you know, over the years, HSN has grown, um, you guys are doing awesome stuff. What are, what are some of the, the biggest lessons you've even learned when it comes to and, and, and we might've talked about some of them already, but when it comes to implementing nutrition at a gym, um, the things that you've learned at Cross, CrossFit HSN, uh, what are some of the biggest lessons um, that you've learned that you could you could kind of impart on our audience that's listening that might be like, well, you know, you know, why should I do this? Or what has been the benefit? Or, you know, what maybe can I change today? So it's maybe some of the biggest things that you've been like, these are the takeaways that if I had to sum up the history of HSN, this is what I would say. Oh gosh. Okay. That's a good question. Um, I love the first thing I would say is you need to talk about nutrition on day one and get people bought in on nutrition on day one. Like that's the number one thing that we work with, um, with gyms is revamping their intake process so that it's super easy. If you think about the client journey, it's really easy for people to get started with nutrition and fitness and you don't have like 10 different options you're presenting them. And they are like, Oh, I don't know which one to choose. I'm just not going to choose any, right? Like they got to start with nutrition on day one. You got to make it easy for them to start with nutrition on day one. And I think you need to really share the successes of people doing awesome with nutrition at your gym. Like so many people don't, they'll run a nutrition challenge. They see all these great success stories and they don't talk about them after the challenge is over. And then people don't realize that nutrition is really what will help them see the results they're looking for. Right. So you got to talk about those people and really, you know, as a gym owner, like you need to practice what you preach, you know, like from when I walk into the gym and it's a little different for me because everyone knows like, okay, I started healthy steps nutrition, but 
there is not one time that I walk in a gym and someone doesn't talk to me about nutrition. And I want that to happen. Like I need people to understand like we are the nutrition experts. And if anyone in our gym needed help with nutrition, they know to come to us or their neighbor or their coworker. Like they refer people all the time to us because we make it such a priority. Right. And if the gym owner is not bought into the nutrition program, it trickles down to the staff and it trickles down to the members. So like gym owners have to be bought in. Like, and if you as a gym owner struggle with nutrition, hire, hire your nutrition coach to help you. And we had a gym recently who runs our nutrition program and he's like, Hey, I struggle with nutrition. Can I work with one of your coaches? Uh, like one of our HQ coaches. And I was like, no, no, I'm sorry. But like, you need to work with your own nutrition coach, like be your own success story. Like, don't, I don't, we don't want your, I mean, I would love to help you, but like, you need to build the authority of your nutrition coach, not go out and do something else. Right. Hmm. That's a really good point. I've never thought about that before. That makes sense. So, and, and so it's kind of cool too. So what you're saying is like to the affiliate owners who might be listening, like they don't necessarily have to be the head honcho nutrition person, the nutrition no. coach. It could, they need, you need to find someone on your staff who is passionate about this, but you need to be bought into it as well. But someone else on your staff oh, could be running this. And let's bring up that point, right? Cause sometimes you have a staff that ha- no one's passionate about nutrition. Like no one loves nutrition and they love coaching and they're athletes and they just would not make good nutrition coaches. Nutrition coaching is so much different than regular coaching, right? Because you coach a class, you're done after that 60 minutes, you're paid for those 60 minutes and you move on with your day. With nutrition coaching, it's the whole month. Like people's nutrition happens 24 hours a day. So like you need to support your clients and follow through with that. And if you don't have someone on your staff, like placing a GM or just a full-time coach into that role will not mean that you'll have a successful nutrition program. So look outside of your staff. Like maybe you have a nurse or a teacher or someone that's been through a transformation themselves that would want to be a nutrition coach. Some of our best nutrition coaches have lost 50, 75 pounds. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What would make, what would make a good nutrition coach in a gym? What are, what are maybe some qualities an affiliate could look for in order to, you know, be like, Hey, this would be, this would be the person to run our nutrition program. So first thing I look for is someone that walks the walk, right? Like I'm not going to have someone that's posting pictures of donuts every day, be a nutrition coach at my facility. Like it's just not going to work, Like we don't tell people to eat a ton of sugar. So I can't have someone that eats a ton of sugar. Um, so that's the first thing. The second thing is looking for someone that's positive, right? Like nutrition coaching, you just have to be, have that positive personality. So you need to be a cheerleader and motivating and keeping your clients accountable. Third thing is follow through. So if I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it, right? Like if I say, Hey, Heather, I'm going to send you three healthy recipes to cook over the next week. I better send you those three healthy recipes to cook over the next week, because part of our relationship is me being a support system and providing accountability to you. And if I say I'm gonna do something and I don't do it, you're not gonna see the value in continuing to pay me for nutrition coaching if I'm not following through. So even if someone doesn't have the first two qualities, like say, or say they do, but they're not good follow through, they're not gonna be a good nutrition coach. So no matter how passionate you are about nutrition, you have to have good follow through. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Those were awesome tips. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. Those are really good. Yeah. Profession. So what we typically tell gyms, um, I have, so we do free calls. Like that's mostly my job these days is I just do free calls with gym owners. Um, and 
every single time I'm like, okay, do you have someone that's a good fit? Because a gym owner should not be running a nutrition program. Like maybe they kick it off. They should be supporting it, but you have too many hats you're wearing to be a successful nutrition coach and do all the other things with your gym. So I always ask, like, do you have someone within your community that's a good fitter within your staff? And sometimes they say yes, sometimes they say no. They say no, then I'm like, okay, those qualities that I just mentioned. And then I say, look for a nurse or a teacher. Because just historically with, we've trained over 1500 nutrition coaches at this point, like nurses and teachers make really good nutrition coaches. Just, they are good with follow through. They're super nice and cheerleaderish and passionate. And if they have a passion for nutrition and they're a nurse or a teacher, there's a good odds that they're going to be a good nutrition coach. Hmm. That's interesting. Now I'm going to look at all the nurses and teachers in our gym and be like, I wonder if they could be a nutrition coach. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you think about nursing, right, there's so many steps into like nursing, right? Like you have to do a lot of things and follow through is a big part of nursing and teachers, like you have to be super organized. You have to follow through as a teacher, like those professions attract people that are good with kind of following systems. Systems are important going back to what we originally talked about. So yeah, nurses and teachers, that's who I tell people to go look for. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So do you have someone running the nutrition program at Cross, CrossFit HSN or are you doing that? I don't, I have a couple of nutrition clients that I've worked with for years and I just haven't given, I haven't passed them off and I, I won't, I, I enjoy it. Um, but yeah, we have nutrition coaches. Um, we have two dietitians um, that see clients and then we've got some nutrition coaches that see clients. So the dietitians see all the complicated cases. So anyone with like medical nutrition therapy issues or, um, we have a few physicians that refer clients to us, pediatricians. So they work with all of those kids directly because uh, there's laws about nutrition, like what you can and can't do. So dietitians work directly with those and then the nutrition coaches work with everyone else. Yeah. Okay. That might, that, yeah, that makes sense. No, that's, that's great, Nicole. I think that gives a good, a good, I don't know, outline even what to look for in a, um, a nutrition coach. So I also want to ask you because we are, um, in this certain time of year known as the holidays. And, uh, I know I have seen every year things just go bad (laughs) for many people. And I know a lot of gyms run nutrition challenges and try to keep members on track and, and try to keep them at least coming into the gym and and thinking about nutrition, but it is hard. It is hard. So do you maybe have any advice for the gyms out there? They're like, how do I get my members (laughs) to not blow all their hard work from this past year? Um, Anything maybe you've seen that, that works well or or advice you could give, or even encouragement you can give to the affiliate owners listening when it comes to members and their holiday nutrition. Yeah. You know, I think if you can provide easy education and knowledge, right. So we made um, a graphic and I actually can't take credit for this. One of the gyms running our program made this graphic and it was super popular. And it basically was like, I think it was last year, last month that we did it. And it was like, there's 178 meals in the rest of the year and you have 11 holiday meals. Why are you going to let 11 meals stop you from achieving your like getting started? Right. You think about it. Like we've got Thanksgiving the day after Thanksgiving, because you're eating all those leftovers. You've got Christmas, you know, and you know, New Year's, okay, maybe five meals. Why are we, why are you letting five meals dictate the next two months of your life that you could be getting a head start on your nutrition? Mm -hmm. Kind of talking about that. Another thing I would do is just 
put out content for like easy substitutions, right? Like mashed cauliflower instead of um, mashed potatoes. Talking about the plate method, how can you go to a party and still stay on track? Like giving little tips. And then, you know, your holiday party, could you do like a healthy potluck instead of having 50,000 desserts brought to your, um, you know, your holiday party? We did our holiday party. We do one every year. It's actually at our house. Um, but we have everyone come over and we did a healthy potluck last year. It was awesome. Like people made healthy recipes. We voted. Someone won. They got a little trophy. It was, it was great. But we got a lot of cool recipes from that that we still use today. And it promoted a different type of holiday party, right? Like there wasn't a ton of junk at the park, at the party that people eat, right? There's a lot of statistics that show the more people you eat around, the more you eat. And there's research that showed if you are eating with, with seven or more people, you have a 97% increase in calories and by yourself. What? Isn't Why? that crazy? Double. If you it's eat with just because like you don't want to talk to them, so you just eat more. <laughs> I think it's so like thinking about how just kind of the process, right? Like you're sitting at a table, everyone's sitting at that table longer, the food's in the middle, you just keep picking, you're like mindlessly eating at a party, you're like standing by the table, just eating constantly, and it's this whole thing where you're eating for like three to four hours instead of 30 minutes at a meal. But talking that about sense. that right? Like give people tips as they know that they're going to go to holiday parties. Like what can they do to stay on track and talking about five, don't let five meals dictate the next two months of your life. Like don't start behind, start ahead. And maybe you help them set some realistic goals of just maintaining during the holidays instead of like significant weight loss. You know, like for nutrition coaching, when we work with individual clients over the holidays, we're shifting gears from like weight loss to management and help what does success look like over the next month two months as we go into the new year and then looking at all right what's your plan for january right like we're doing a webinar today actually with all of the current clients talking about nutrition challenges with a twist right like how can you start promoting what's going to happen in january in december so they get current clients excited and engaged in signing up for your january nutrition challenge I think launching a challenge in January is a good idea. Like everyone's excited to lose weight in January. You hit that milestone of a new year. They're ready to take action. Offering something and making it really easy for people to sign up and helping them understand like this challenge is a great kickstart to your nutrition program. But after the challenge is over is when the magic happens with individual coaching. Going back to that client journey, like how easy is it for someone to transition to ongoing coaching after your nutrition challenge? Yeah, no, those are great. Those are great tips, Nicole. Those, those are awesome. I mean, now I'm like, I'm going to go post to our community page and be like, guys, five holiday meals. Don't, don't let it ruin, ruin everything else. <laughs> it's true though. Like it's all about perspective, right? Like people think like, oh, it's November, December. And it's tough. Like, so at our gym, when I worked at the hospital, we had cookies and donuts and like every possible piece of sugar that you can imagine in the nurse's station, right? And for nurses that, or anyone that has that, like constant temptation, it's really tough. But could your work like rally together and say, hey, instead of getting all these food donations, we're gonna, you know, do something else with the money that would have come in from, from food donations. Could we donate it or ask for fruit or ask for some healthier options instead of like 
all this junk food or when it comes, could we get it out pretty quickly? So we're not all tempted by it. I mean, if there were cannolis sitting in front of me, I probably would eat one, but there's never cannolis sitting in front of me. So I'm not going to be tempted to eat it. Right. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I can't tell you how many nurses I know that say (laughs) it's not a good place to be at a hospital with all their snacks. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so backwards is crazy to me, but it's true. I mean, think about Halloween candy, right? Like Halloween just passed. How much Halloween candy is still in the pantries of the people that, you know, are listening to this? Probably a lot. Or could you just get it out of the house, donate it to someone so that you're not tempted to eat it? Yeah. 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 It's just crazy. It's just, yeah. And it's thinking about the little things, the little things that add up into the big stuff. So I know that those are great tips, Nicole, seriously. So awesome. So kind of wrapping things up because we, we have been all over the place. We've been chatting about everything. It's been good. But kind of wrap, wrapping things up. If you had to give affiliate owners one piece of advice today, just one, what would it be? Start making nutrition a priority. You know, like so many gym owners just skip the topic. Like you just have to be talking about it consistently. So you know, commit to yourself, commit to your members, commit to your community that you're going to make nutrition a priority in 2020 and figure out a game plan. Every gym that I talk to now, we're talking about nutrition challenges in 2020. I think it's a great way to kickstart a program, but you need to have a clear path for people after that challenge is over. So, you know, dial it in, figure out, we have a ton of free resources on our website. I just did a webinar on five best practices under the get free help section. You can see it. Like there's a ton of a free help out there to build nutrition into your business. I wrote those journal articles. I write articles for you every single month about best practices. Like there's information out there. You just need to find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you guys can definitely visit boxformag.com to see all of Nicole's blogs. They're absolutely incredible pieces of work. Honestly, every time I read them, I learn. I, I'm like, this is so good. I'm learning. <laughs> so awesome. Nicole, any, anything up and coming with HSN, anything you want to just let us know about, let, let, let our listeners know about? Gosh, um, there's so much happening right now. I'm trying to think. So we've got, I'm speaking in Ohio at the winter classic, um, which is a CrossFit competition, but they do education there. So we're doing something with precision nutrition, actually a workshop. Um, then in January, we're headed to Sweden to speak, um, at the coaches Congress. So yeah, check out our website. There's a ton of free information. I, we're always pushing new stuff out all the time. It's I just want to help gym owners get confident with running nutrition at their gym. I mean, people are going somewhere else. Like you're losing revenue. You're losing clients. If you're not offering nutrition. Hmm. Yeah. So guys, if if there's anything that you've heard from this podcast today that you need to take away and apply, it's uh, nutrition is important and you need to be doing (laughs) it. (laughs) So um, yeah, no. And, and I think too, I think something applicable today, whether you, you need to take away is, you know, it, maybe it's educating your members on the holidays and upcoming nutrition. It's definitely finding a nutrition coach if you all don't have that. So if you're listening and you don't have a nutrition coach, uh, you heard the qualities that Nicole said to look for. And so write those down and go find a nurse or a teacher and ask them if they want to run something. Um, or, you know, reach out to Nicole and HSN and, and see how they can help you. They're helping a lot of other gyms. So Nicole, seriously, you 
our nutrition guru. And uh, it has been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you for just um, giving us all your knowledge and just sharing and, and dissecting different things. And it's cool to see where HSN has come from. And I'm excited to see where you guys go. You're going places, including Sweden. And that's pretty awesome. We're going to freeze. It's in January. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be great. It, yeah. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what exactly is there, but uh, it'll be fun. You'll be in Sweden. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Heather, thank you so much for, for having me on. Such a pleasure to talk to you every single time that we, that we do get to connect. And yeah, I think you guys have a really awesome platform to educate gym owners. And, you know, so many of us opened up a gym because we're passionate about fitness right and even me opening up a private practice i was passionate about nutrition i had no clue what i was doing about business and figuring out you know what what to do and if any gym owner listening to this wants to jump on a free call i'm so happy to do that and just give you some ideas and, and help you build nutrition into your business yeah awesome cool thanks again thank you and that wraps it up for this episode of box talk if you liked what you heard or you have an idea of what you'd like to hear let me know by emailing heather at peakmedia.com, peak spelled P-E-A-K-E. As always, thanks for dropping in.